0: stretch to say that the Bible is a pretty big book. Deeply profound, I know. It is complex and multifaceted, written in different times and cultures from our own that we don't always really understand. It can be intimidating as we want to honor God and honor his word, but how do we navigate this great big book? But God has given this book to us to make himself known. He doesn't want us intimidated, but he does want us digging. And then there are times when all of a sudden this great big book just breaks out into simple, clear insight, just like today's verses. Romans chapter 13, verses 8 through 10 says, Let no debt remain outstanding, except the continuing debt to love one another. For whoever loves others has fulfilled the law. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and whatever other command there may be, are summed up in this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to a neighbor, therefore love is the fulfillment of the law. So first things first, and it's kind of a side note to this passage, but Paul says don't hold on to debt. Now, this is tough in today's commercial world, but it does seem to be a theme of the New Testament and the life of Jesus that we are to live simply and generously. If my whole lifestyle is only achievable through credit cards and lines of credit, then I seriously need to reevaluate everything I'm doing. Most of us need a house mortgage, of course, and we may need a car payment, but if we are buried in debt, then we need to figure out a way to readjust how we're living and get out of it. So let no debt remain outstanding other than our metaphorical debt to love one another, for whoever loves others has fulfilled the law. Although we've discussed earlier in Romans that the law is dead to us as Christ followers, we died to it. Nonetheless, we see the law here again, reimagined in a much simpler form. Love one another, and you fulfill everything that God was looking for in that law. We remember that the law was put into place to teach us God's standards, to highlight the fact that we fall short of God's standards, so that we would acknowledge our sin and the fact that we need a savior. While we're not living under the law anymore, this doesn't mean that God doesn't have standards anymore, as we've already previously discussed as well. But all of those laws just get redefined and simplified here. There was somewhere in the neighborhood of 613 commandments and statutes written into God's law. It gets a much-needed do-over here in terms of its communication. We don't need to memorize 613 commandments and statutes to know what God wants. It's not a bad thing to look at them. It'll help you get to know God a little bit better. But all of what God wants from us gets summed up here simply. Love your neighbor as yourself. Whenever we're going to do anything, we don't need to run and check a list of rules. We just need to ask, is this loving? Every commandment gets summed up in this one commandment to love because love does no harm, Paul writes. When I love my neighbor, I won't lie, I won't steal, I won't cheat on him with his wife, I won't murder him. When I love God, I'll live a life that honors him and pleases him because I want to please him, not because the rules say so. If we can get love right, then everything else will fall into place. When we harm another person, we are no longer walking in love. Again, this is simple and easy to check. It's not always simple to live by, but it's simple enough to understand. A lot of the big and complex Bible gets boiled down to this. Love one another. That is the fullness of what God wants. So today, head out there and go show love to somebody. Maybe especially someone you've struggled to love. Show some tangible way that you love them today. Find a practical way to be a blessing and know that as you do so, you are fulfilling the fullness of God's law when you go out to do that today.